This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, a weekly podcast for educators who don't have time to listen to a podcast, kind of like us. Each week we'll cover a different topic in education in just about five to ten minutes. Our goal is to share bite-sized chunks of professional development so you can join us, whether you're driving your kids around, preparing dinner, making copies during prep, or really doing just about anything. This is PD for real teachers who are real tired, coming to you from Nevada, Colorado, and Florida. Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast. And welcome to episode four of our second season. I'm just going to say that every week that I'm still awake to record with this time difference, I'm going to celebrate. (laughs) So (laughs) in this podcast, um, you know, we talk a little tech, we talk a little PD, we kind of talk a little of everything, but it's all really very much what the three of us have going on at different points. Um, So that kind of leads me to this week's topic, lesson plans. Um, They're very much part of our experience and just about every teacher's experience at some point or another. Um, So we're really just going to unpack those experiences here. So Ashley, Joelle, what have been your experiences? Ashley, Tell me, because you have been teaching the shortest amount of time out of the three of us. <laughs> the big. Um, <laughs> so, so I don't even know like how many schools you've been at, but what are the, your different experiences with lesson plans? Been? Oh gosh, I'll have to go back and start counting. I think it's about every two to three years I move schools. <laughs> I think that's been the trend that I could identify. Um, you know, I have to say. I have not had any, um, cause you, you kind of hear like the lesson plan. Um, I, I mean, October is almost here, so I can call them horror stories. Right. Um, and I, I haven't really had any of those. I haven't had any like crazy requirements for lesson plans. Um, I think everything has been pretty reasonable. Um, I'm actually in a really unique position now because I don't have required lesson plans now um, teaching for my virtual school. Uh, I obviously have to have my lessons and all of that, but I don't have to complete lesson plans. So that's been, um, and I don't even think I realized it until recently. Wow. Maybe when we started talking about this between us, wow, I actually don't do lesson plans. Um, but in the past before, you know, going virtual, um, you know, I've, I've had the requirement of lesson plans and I don't think it's been too crazy what was required. Okay. So you weren't ever like 
massively overwhelmed by them. I mean, maybe in those very early years when you're still like learning how to write an objective or things like that. Um, but I always, I, looking back, I think all of the expectations for lesson plans are pretty reasonable. You know, you have your lesson objective, maybe you add in your book in there. Um, how are you going to kind of wrap up your lesson? What are your groups going to look like? Things like that. I mean, that's all kind of ne- a necessary part of planning a lesson in your head. So right. then to write it down isn't that much more. Gotcha. All right, Joelle, what have your experiences been? So I would say my experience has always been a little bit different than uh, our partner Ashley's there. (laughs) So thinking back, and gosh, like I've lost count. I think I've been at like 15 or 16 different schools. I've I've never taught at a school where I didn't have, um, you know, quite an quite an extensive lesson plan expectation. Mm -hmm. And so kind of going back about 20 years now, um, I worked for a principal who, who explained, you know, why it was important for him to, you know, for his teachers to have detailed procedures. And so I just kind of got in the routine from that. So for me personally, like I've always written a little bit more because once I write it down, like that's it. I don't, I don't look at it for the rest of the week. Um, you know, but I think, you know, as you know, I'm approaching my 20th year next year, I think, um, you know, when it becomes cumbersome and it gets in the way of good planning because you're, you know, you're kind of writing it for a different audience, you know, that's when I think you, you, you probably taking a step back and examining because I always like to plan really good lessons, not necessarily have, you know, really pretty paperwork, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And so you will write it all down and that's your way of like mentally planning it. Correct. So I do. Yeah. And it it helps me. And then I know like literally everything I'm doing for the entire week because I took the time like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this cake and strategy. Like I write it all down and then I do not look at my lesson plans for the rest of the week. Um, But yeah, it's, but I, I think there, it can, you know, it, it can, you just have to be careful because when it's too cumbersome and there's too much detail going in, you know, then sometimes I think it's easy to, to write an easy plan versus picking a good lesson to execute because, you, you know, you only have so many hours in the day. Right. And this is true. And I think like I've had a good mix of, you know, kind of both, um, you know, I've had the lesson plans where it was just like super duper basic where I could say like, this is the subject, this is the objectives, these are the pages, like this is the uh, activity that we're doing. Um, and then I've had ones where it was literally laid out like all the components of an effective lesson plan and I had to like type out the script. And while the, the latter was more time consuming to do, um, very much like you said, Joel, like I wrote it and then I knew exactly what I was doing. I just found it frustrating because like all of the hours that I was putting in, like looking everything up and typing out word for word, exactly what I was going to say, then left me with less time to physically prepare, like prepare my materials and that sort of thing. And I think that's kind of what you were talking about, like with, you know, are you spending all of your time, like getting the pretty paperwork or 
you know, are you like still leaving yourself with the time to actually prepare for the lesson? Agreed. And um, somebody at one of the attendees at the Ron Clark Academy this past winter asked, you know, this hot button topic about lesson plans and, you know, wanted to know, okay, Ron, like what, like what's your expectation with teachers? And I think his answer really kind of changed my view on it. So Mm -hmm. he said he does not require lesson plans for his teachers. And of course, you know, that, that caught my interest. He said what he requires is that his teachers plan incredible lessons. And he said he only plans or he only requires lesson plans when a teacher is not performing. And then it's like, okay, you got to write it down on paper and show me. And then when the, when the person starts to perform, then he's, he kind of, you know, says, okay, it's up to you. And that really changed my thought process, you know, on lesson planning. Right. Which, and, and I love, like, we can't all be Ron Clark and we can't all, you know, agree with 100% of everything, you know, that he says. But I, that's so on point with what I believe. Um, but I think one of my biggest questions is, I don't know about you, but I'm always told, like, we have to have a, evidence that we're doing certain things and lesson plans are those evidence. So how does Ron Clark get away with not providing evidence for because he's Ron Clark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. No, I, I can't get away with that because I'm not Ron Clark. Cool. I mean, you're close, Erin. <laughs> I, I need to go back to the short red hair. <laughs> I did have that before you girls knew me. But I never had the beard. The scruffy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then um, just to kind of wrap things up, I know we've talked a little bit about it, but um, at, the, at this point, I don't have to write lesson plans um, because I'm, I'm an instructional coach. So I'm outside of the classroom. But Ashley, Joel, like what do you do when you're, can you just give us a brief kind of outline of what you do or Ashley, maybe what you would do, <laughs> how you do. What yeah, you do. I mean, I still, I still think that I go, I go through the whole, you know, thought process of all those components that would be included in a lesson plan. Um, obviously, when you're planning a lesson, and for me, I plan a lot of, um, I use a lot of PowerPoint lessons. So I still go through all of those components with my students. I'm just not writing out a plan that I'm necessarily following, but I'm still. I'm still doing that thoughtful process. And I think that that's really important. Um, and I think it's important to have it written down as well, um, you know, when you're in a brick and mortar classroom. But I think the time commitment that, that people sometimes devote towards lesson plans is where um, I've been really fortunate <laughs> to not have to experience anything <laughs> like super, super demanding. Um, And so that's where I'm able to kind of focus more on my detailed um, activities that I'm going to be doing. So that's kind of nice. I can focus more on that, which is what we were talking about a little bit earlier. But I focus more on getting all those materials and preparing all that stuff rather than, you know, writing it all out um, super detailed. Which is fine. You're still very reflective in the process. And I think that's the point. Yeah. Um, Joel. I know you talk uh, briefly.
Hello. Oh, Erin, I can you repeat that? I'm sorry, it cut out for a second. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. Um, I just what when you're sitting down to do your lesson plans, what do you like? What do you do? Sure. So, um, I, I mean, at this point, I kind of have it down to a rhythm in terms of, you know, Saturday, I really need to take for myself and do things for my family and the house and things like that. And so for the better part of at least 10 years, if not much longer, I'm a Sunday writer, you know, and I need Saturday, like just to, you know, take that step away from the classroom and then gives me an opportunity on Sunday. And I feel like that's when I can write more thought and, and develop and plan uh, thoughtful lessons to execute with my community of learners mm-hmm. where I feel like if I, if I try to like, you know, get it done for Friday, you know, or wake up on Saturday and work on it, that's when, you know, I don't necessarily generate anything, you know, that's, you know, of, of good caliber at all. Gotcha. And you still, even though Ron Clark kind of blew your mind with the lesson plan idea, you still do a more detailed plan, very similar to what your original beginning principle kind of wanted, right? I do. I do. And part of that is, you know, that's the way that he trained me. So Mm -hmm. I, I, I am more, you know, just verbose when I'm, when I'm developing them. And it is also um, a school expectation. You know, I, I can't just write, you know, look at this page, you know, or, or look at this, t- you know, write. I can't just write number talks. Like I, I have to, you know, expand on it a little bit more. Gotcha. Okay. Well, so everybody out there uh, listening, we want to know, we've shared our opinions and, and our experiences with lesson plans. So, you know, what's your opinion? Um, do you prefer more detailed plans or are you more of a framework person or no lesson plans at all because you know maybe you're that good like Ron Clark which clearly I'm not um (laughs) either way let us know we we genuinely want to know what your thoughts are so thank you all for joining us and you can follow us on twitter and Instagram and just give us your feedback at under caffeinated. And we would love to hear from you. So thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you.